This task was appointed to you, and if you do not find a way, no one will. go and we're live and now we're going to start recording hey everyone it's time for geocache talk whether you're at work in the car or wherever you are we hope you enjoy the show please give it a like and subscribe on itunes stitcher or google play so that you can get all the weekly geocache talk goodness Big thanks to the Travel Bugs for the music and my patrons, Doug Jones, Joshua and Caleb Slinkard, Tom Brotherman, and Jeff Arbaugh, and my new patrons, Joshua Johnson, Deborah Burris, and what do you know, Nick Hubbard. Is uh, Nick, uh, any relation? <laughs> any relation to, to who? Is that you? It's me. It's you. Yeah, it's me. Yeah, we know it's you. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just messing around. Uh, if you'd like to become a patron... Head on over to patreon.com slash geocache talk for more details. Patrons get path tags. I'll show it one more time. I showed it last week. There's the path. Very cool. The latest path tag for this year. Yeah. I sent you one, by the way, so it's in the mail. Awesome. It really is. Trust me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, coins, different uh, other kinds of geocaching swag. Um and during the year, we'll do some uh, special events. And uh, we're actually, we think we've got one scheduled. We're still kind of working on the date. So we're hoping to get that settled. But we're going to play uh, GC World, which is back here, which is always, you can see part of the field Nick, <laughs> right here. Yep. That's all you get to see of the show, of the, of the game. Preview. Until, yeah, preview of it. Until the game night. Game night, we'll show the whole thing. We'll get the... The board out and we uh will have a great time it's a, it's a lot of fun i think to play that game um anyway support levels start at as little as three dollars a month uh tonight we have news from geocaching.com uh our mega event update and uh along with a weekly product tip so let's jump right into show number 14 i can't believe i've done 14 of these now for Sunday, September 11th, as I welcome my friend Nick Hubbard to the show. Welcome to Geocache Talk. Thank you very much. Well, thanks. I appreciate uh, you uh, being on the show tonight. Yeah, thanks for having me. Oh, you bet. Uh, I've uh, we we kind of talked about this a little bit early on, um, way back in the day that I wanted to have you on, and of course it was worked out. It was worked out. So perfect. Yep. Um, so, Geocaching News is sponsored by FTF Magazine. Let me grab an FTF Magazine for those who have never seen. Good old FTF Magazine. There they are. Um, and uh, FTF Magazine can be found at ftfgeocacher.com. And the news item for, for today is uh, there was an article that came out um, or uh, email plus blog entry um, from uh, uh, Groundspeak about International Earth Cache Day, which is October 9th, and you can earn a new souvenir. And we're going to talk about souvenirs here in a little bit. Yeah. 
on Cashly. Uh, but you can earn a new souvenir by learning more about the Earth, aka the geocaching, geocachers game board. All you have to do is go out and find an Earth cache on International Earth Cache Day. Earth caches don't have physical containers, as we know. Maybe some do not. But instead, uh, bring, brings you to a unique location, teaches you a geological science lesson. Uh, interesting enough, we, um, Slinky Mom and I, did an Earth cache at um, the um, Kyle, Texas Geo Tour. They had several different uh, types of uh, caches. One of them was an Earth cache. Interesting enough, the Earth cache was in a cemetery, huh. which you're like, why yeah. are we doing an Earth cache in a cemetery? What's interesting, it's a very old cemetery, and so different uh, monuments there were made of different materials, and so mm. they asked questions about marble or granite or so. Kind of interesting, you know, to talk yeah. about and look at the, you know, so teach you a little about the um, Mohs. Uh, hardness scale. So, you know, there you go. Earth cache. Uh, good, good, earth, good earth cache information there about learning things about the earth. And uh, so you can get, an, get a souvenir on October 9th. Awesome. Yes. Always love, as, as Slinky Mom always says, um, she loves geocaching souvenirs because she doesn't have to dust them. She's right. Very true. Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, later we're going to do, we're going to talk about a giveaway. So let me show the giveaway to get everybody excited for, ooh, I'm showing your uh, Geocoin. Geocoin, yeah. Which I love. It's very cool. I like your your choice of the, how you did the icon in the, yeah, it matches the the icon for the app. So yeah, very much so. I, I really like that, and I even like the back. I want to show the whole back because I've got the button, but there's the yeah, kind of it's a, like topographical stuff. So all yeah. right, contour so that's, line. Yes. Ooh, there you go. See, that's, <laughs> that's why I get the good guests on because they can they give me all the good information. So anyway, um, so we. Um, so Nick, I'm going to um, laud your app quite a bit tonight. So just be be prepared. Okay. But what's interesting was you know, I found it really early on. Um, what's interesting is I I first saw it back in in December. Um, and what's interesting is I found it. Um, I don't know. I just was swimming around the iTunes store and found that. And thought, oh, interesting. So out of the blue, I sent you uh, an email, support at, Geoca at, at Cashly. And um, I get a, rep a response back. I'm like, this is cool. Somebody's actually reading <laughs> this stuff and responding. And so that kind of started uh, you and I's uh, uh, relationship together. And no. um, we actually... Uh, asked back when I was on cash and release and we got you on cash release. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. And so much of course has occurred. That was long ago. I, yeah, it, was. I, it was early on, but um, talking to different people over, <coughs> over the past year, um, Joshua Johnson, who'll be on next week. He loves it. 
you know, we know Scott Burks loves it and he learned, he learned how he, he learned to love it from Deborah Burris. Um, you know, uh, Sydney Sawyer Sherman area team loves it. Um, but what's, what's interesting. And a lot of people do. So I don't want to mention everybody. Those are just some of the names that came to, came to mind. But what's interesting was I finished last week's show with West Virginia, Tim, which is of course a big highlight for me. Just, just to be able to talk with Tim. He's a, he is like geocaching royalty. One of those that is in the pantheon <laughs> and we finished the show and we have a few, we had a little talk afterwards for five, 10 minutes. And I mentioned that you were going to be on the show next week. And he goes, Oh, tell Nick that I love Cashly. That's cool. <laughs> so I thought that's awesome. So WV Tim, you can't get a better endorsement, Nick. Absolutely. Then WV Tim. So anyway, well, let's let's get out. Let's let's get through some other little items. Then we're going to dive in, and actually, we're going to look at this stuff in a little bit. Um, but let's get through a few other items first. One is how in the world did this whole thing begin? Boy, um, so. I started geocaching. Actually, I looked today to see when when I had started actually registered as an account. It was actually four years ago today, so oh. September 11, uh, 2012, which wow. I was surprised about because I didn't realize the actual date. Um, Happy four-year anniversary! Exactly. Yeah. Do I get a, a souvenir for that? I don't think so. Absolutely. <laughs> you can make one. You own Cashly. You're the That's inventor, true. as um, as Joshua said. You're the inventor of Cashly. So. Yeah. Exactly. I'll just I'll just add one in there. Um, so I think at that time I I was new to geocaching, um, and I downloaded you know a couple different apps, and I was previously a you know a developer uh, for iOS apps, and um, you know I had. I had worked with a designer that I knew. And so I, I kind of knew some design uh, ideas myself. And I looked at all the ones that were out there and I, I wasn't very happy with what I was seeing personally, you know, just the feel of the apps and the navigation, just how they all worked. Um, and I said, there's gotta be, you know, you gotta be a better one than this. You gotta, gotta be a better way to do this. Um, so I actually mentioned it to my my design buddy and I was saying, maybe we should, you know, build a geocaching app. And I think I talked about it for a year or something like that. And finally I I told him I'm just going to do it all myself because I, I knew he didn't have time. So um, that's just how it happened. I, I started building it, worked on it for probably two years, and then finally was able to release it in uh, December of last year. So wow. that was kind of the process. And then and I was lucky to get in early on the, um, the API partner mm -hmm. program with, with GroundSpeed because right. they shut that down. Um, and I think I made a note of it here when I, wow. so I got access on May 8, 2013. Um, okay. and they shut it down, I think actually a couple months after that. So I was, wow. I was lucky. And, uh, once I actually released this app, a lot of people were like, how did you get in? You know, it's been closed yeah. for a long time, but I didn't realize I had just been working yeah. on the app for years and I had had access, you know, the whole time. Wow. So, that. But you, you probably didn't have any idea, or did you, that they were going to – there was a limited time that they were going to let people develop apps? Well, if, if, if you had um, signed up and they had given you um, access to it, like their staging server, which is kind of their demo server, they would you know keep you on. You could still get your what are called production keys so that we could actually use it on the real server. So even though I, I hadn't released the app yet, they right. were still going to give me those. They weren't going to like you know cut me off. Sure, but but they but they weren't um, they didn't like let you in and go hey by the way or they, did they oh, announce no. to the no. world that okay 
I don't know they, if they even announced it to the world. They they sent an email to all of the partners and stuff, but okay. at that time, I don't think I was following the blog or anything like that. I'm not sure if they even announced it. They must have because people knew, um, but I, I actually don't remember how they announced it. Okay. Well, um, I think Jesse is in our, our chat room um, or one of the Memphis Mafia <laughs> gang. So, Jesse knows me. Yes, he does. In fact, he wrote just wrote in the chat room. He says, I use Cashly today. For a cash in the mountains. Nice. Now we'll have to uh, uh, Jesse or Christy, whoever's uh, in there, um, tell us. Uh, make a note if you would in the, the the chat room whether you did an offline list or not, uh, because um, this is something that I think uh, I think some people and I'm not the greatest when it comes to. Um, to the apps, don't don't tell anybody. I'm running a podcast about technology stuff. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. But um, I've gotten I've gotten pretty good at um, using this using my phone, which I love using my phone. I know I've got my GPS. Are I need to learn it better? I know. But the cool thing about using good old Cashly is I can easily update an offline list and then if I don't have if I don't have um, signal I still have my GPS working on my phone yep so um, even though so to me that is invaluable because at that point I've got my I don't have to look up the cache I have the information about the cache I have my GPS yep I mean Right, you just yeah, need map. So, you just need maps. Right. So yeah. So um, Jesse or Christy wrote. Um, he said, um, you know, they use the offline list like we just talked about, and he had no cell service in the area, which is, yeah. you know, most people of course fall back on the GPSR, but I, I really do love um, that feature. But we're, we'll get back to the features here in a second. But all right, so. You got you know you got the whole thing started and we talked about it's about we're about nine months now in to um, into the, the the app and I'm going to talk about some of my favorite features here in a second but I am going to and you know Nick this is how it goes I'm I'm all over the map so you kind of try to keep keep, no keep, 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 keep with me um um. So it's been going now, like I said, nine months. How overall, how do you think that it's been? Because I don't think people realize that, you know, you have a, you have a day job. So this is I do. a separate, this is a separate job that you have, but it's not your regular day job. So how, how do you feel like it's gone so far? I feel like it's gone really well. So I, you know, when I first, I first launched it, I had no idea how it'd go. Um, I, I didn't have an expectation of, of what would happen, how many people would download it. Um, it was just an idea and I hoped it would succeed. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's gotten steadily better. Uh, downloads, uh, have been good. You know, the, one of the, the best thing that's happened was actually when Joshua, the geocaching vlogger, uh, asked if I wanted to partner with him and, and do a video. So yes. that was the one where he, it wasn't the, the Geo Woodstock one. It was the right. one before that. Before that, um, yeah. And that was actually the best promotion probably I've ever had. And, and that 
you know, really helped sales and it's been, you know, a lot more steady since that. So I think that really got the word out there. Um, it probably brought, you know, my website higher in the, in the ranks of Google and different things like that. So that, that really helped. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall I, you know, I've been really happy with how it's been going. And yeah, like you said, I, I, I do have a day job. I, 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 you know, I wish I could work on Cashly full time. I'd actually love to do that. Um, but you know, someday I hope I could. Sure. So, yeah. Very cool. Um, well, let's talk about me for a minute. Okay. No, I'm kidding. Uh, let's talk about some of the things I've found and, you know, it's, you know, I want to bounce them off of you and hopefully these are some things that other people have really enjoyed, uh, about Cashly, or maybe we've got, we have some people probably listening or watching who maybe are, you know, want to kind of understand more about Cashly and may may not be a user yet. They kind of want to know some more. So first thing that um, comes to my mind when, uh, or the first thing that really hits me when I started looking at making some notes for the show was, what are some things I like? The first thing yeah. that I love is, if I can show it on the screen here, navigate to cash. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't tell you how wonderful that is to, to click that navigate to cash and then, you know, pick. Um, now we've got, I'll show it. Hang on a second. Let me, okay. I know it's tough to show on the screen all the time, but, and I'm just, and I'll tell people as we go, but you've got um, Apple, Google, and Waze. And I love Waze. I'm yeah. a huge fan of Waze. And there's actually, there's actually a lot more than that available. It's only if you have the apps installed. So okay. we have, oh, I, think, I think we have about 10 or more. So, oh, wow. um, I wish I had ones? a list here to tell you all. Yeah. About, but yeah. We have, we have lots of them. It's, it's just, it does a check to see if you have the app installed and then it only oh, shows the cool. option if you do. So, okay. Yeah. So I've only got the three cause I yep. use basically, well, it comes with Apple. I got Google and, and of course way. So, okay, well, neat. So even more wonderful than I, I thought about. <laughs> so, Anyway, so let me back up. So I look at my screen here and a new feature that I think came out in the spring. Help me out, but let me show it here. And that is I look at my I look at my uh, I, uh, my icons and see this is my this is my this is gr- good old Greenville, Texas here. I'm showing on the screen. And see that blue one right there? Yes. That is a DNF, and that is my nemesis. Uh, I cannot find that sucker. Uh, i got to go back, take Slinky Mom and go back out there. But I like the fact that it shows it, shows it like that. Yeah. Yeah, that was a feature we added, or I added. Uh, mm-hmm. It's been quite a few months ago. But, yeah, it's one that people have requested, and, it, you know, I had thought about it for a while, tried to figure out how – I could do it how it worked the best and mm-hmm. tested it with our beta testers for a while and then finally released it and everybody has seemed to love it. So, yeah, very, it's a very, uh, very cool. I like your icons too. One thing, um, that, um, I'm not gonna really, uh, I like the geocaching.com app. I'm, I like the slinky mama loves the classic one. I'm glad sure. they're going to leave classic around for a while. Yeah. I'm okay. The new one is okay. I don't really use it very much. I kind of pull it up because I kind of need to know it 
you know, because I've got a show, a podcast. Yeah. So one thing I don't like that came out recently with theirs, I'm not going to really bash their product sure. a whole yeah, lot. No but, yeah, but clumping or however yeah. they do that, I hate that. And, of course, you don't do – hopefully now I'm, I'm maybe stepping in a big bear trap I should ask you before the show, but are you, you're not going to go to clumping, are you? No, I, I don't have any plans to do that. You know, the, the reason they probably do that is to, to save memory or something. Um, okay. But I, I, you know, I don't like that because it's it's the software that's determining when it shows your caches for you. So if you're zoomed out further, it's just going to clump them together, and maybe you wanted to see them. You know, maybe you right. wanted to see all of them. So it is kind of frustrating. Um, I would hope that they would maybe add a settings option where you could turn that off. Exactly. That would kind of be ideal for users, I think. That but would be ideal yeah. because, in a sense, uh, how I could put this, I don't need the app to govern my power mm-hmm. in a sense. I mean, um, I know it's going to take power to yeah. run a lot of the stuff. I know that, or I hopefully should know that I, I do. Hopefully other people do, but I like the fact that the app provides me with options. Yeah. And I understand that um, a lot of things, like you said, take power or take space. And I do appreciate when apps, especially Cashly, provide are, are cognizant and are trying to help me as the user to not use as much power or space. But I kind of want that option. You know, yeah. maybe I I don't want that. Uh, maybe I'm okay with the power or the space being taken. But I like you like you said. I like that to have the option of one way or the other. So yeah, you don't want to sacrifice uh, usability for you know those other things. Absolutely. Um, another quick thing I want to mention uh, is if I pull up an app or pull up an app, if I pull up a cache, one thing that I really love because uh, one thing that Slinky Mom and I do when we're out geocaching is we start looking, or even before we start looking, we go okay. What's the status of this cache? Yep. And instead of reading logs in Cashly, I can look at the dots. Yeah, very helpful. Five green dots. That's quick. I can quickly look at it immediately. If it's gray, I know it's a node. I need to go read. But time, I can immediately look. The last five logs are green. Yep. They're green. That is so invaluable because when you're out caching and you want to know, you know, if you're trying to, if you're out and you really haven't maybe like me planned a lot of ahead, <laughs> we, we plan ahead basically what we can, but there's times when you're out, you're like, what's nearby? Let's try to find a cache and sure. quickly I can just go, okay, five green dots, uh, you know, five people found it. So yeah, I love that. I love that option. I could go read the log, but it's a nice quick thing I can look at. So, Absolutely. Right. Yeah. I love that feature too. Um, another thing I kind of like is, and I've gotten better at using um, the option and I have to find where it is, but we'll just keep going because if I can't find it, that's okay. Um, Cause you know exactly where it is, but it's saved logs. And so what I'll do is I like putting um, a little note, um, <clears throat> a, a, a um, default log information because yep. sometimes we're out and we we're doing them fast and furious. And so I've got a default saved log that says 
I'm going to have more information to come and I can just click it and move on. Yep. Um, I know I know as a cash owner, I don't really love that, but I, I tend to read, uh, if somebody comes back and re rewrites it, I'll, I'll go, I'll go take a look for it or whatever. So I know it's one of those things where, eh, but it's a cool, it's a cool thing to have. And I know a lot of people do love to put, um, like I put the website, I know it's so cheesy, but I put, I put the geotalk, geocache talk website. <laughs> I saw that. But, I was looking yeah. at geocaches today. <laughs> so I know it's terrible. Isn't it? Uh, anyway, so, but I like that feature. I don't know if is there other people mentioned that they like that or I know Scott Burks loves it. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people appreciate that. And, and a lot of people will also use the, um, you know, they'll send it as a field note and then they'll, you know, upgrade it to a cache note or a, a found later, you know, on geocaching.com. So that's, that's a great thing. people do it in a couple different ways. Okay. All right. Well, enough of my stuff. Um, I like adding photos. I like the ease of use of, we talked about offline lists and I really like the sorting feature, but enough about me. Let's get into version 2.0, which yes. is uh, forthcoming. So tell us a little bit about when that's going to arrive, and we will start talking about some of the things in 2.0. Um, so, I, I, you know, I did say last month that I, I would hope I was going to have it by the end of that month, but that didn't mm -hmm. happen. Um, okay. So now I've decided I'm going to say I'm not making any promises. Uh, okay. I hope by the end of this month, but I don't want to release something that isn't finished yet, you know, or is oh, sure. not finished. Um, but I, I would hope by the end of this month. Um, but it's, it's going to be a big release uh, packed with awesome features, just really good stuff. So um, we have about 70 beta users that are, are testing it right now. So they're, oh, cool. you know, they're testing it, finding bugs, things like that. And, and there's always things that, you know, pop up that take a little while to fix. Um, so, um, when did you start or have you, um, changed the way that you do the beta testing, uh, over the last nine months or so, or do you pretty much do it the same way you've always kind of done it where you find people that are f interested in you, or how do you how do you work the beta program? So I started off with one guy, and this was a friend of mine who actually uh, I've talked about before, who uh, mm. used to be a, a carpooler with my wife, and they, he used to be a here he's a big geocacher, and he would stop and find geocaches when they were trying to get to work. Um, and he was my first beta tester. Um, okay. and he's still a beta tester, and then I from just random things I would get more beta testers, and it's kind of just kind of snowballed, and I'll make requests, and people will just volunteer. So um, mm. it's cycled through where people have asked to not do it anymore, and then I've gotten new people. So it's it's averaged between seventy and hundred people. Okay. Um, the whole time. And I, and I use a tool that Apple provides called test flight. That is just a really slick, easy way for them to get the beta versions and stuff. So, Oh, okay. That is cool. Yeah. Um, I've noticed, um, uh, re reading on uh, your Twitter account, you, you'll, yeah, you have fancy, I don't say fancy, but you have names for your different versions, which I know all the, you know, being an it, I know that, you know, you hear these, uh, crazy names thrown about. Uh, so you have different names for your different, beta versions, I guess. You talking about like what, uh, what like 2.0 means? Or are you talking about the, the build numbers and things like that? Yeah. Do you have like a nickname for different build versions? Oh, oh kind of like, kind of like Android <laughs> does and, and Apple does. Yeah. Don't you have like, I've never, I've never actually done that. Never did uh, that? Okay. That would be a good idea that I could just refer to that and it'd be a yeah. clever name, but yeah, I, I, I haven't thought of one of those yet. 
bulldog or go through <laughs> go through go through uh, i don't know uh fruit names or i don't know something crazy yeah anyway. I, I need to think of some theme and then just stick with yes. that kind of like apple yeah. and, and and uh android do so yeah Good we had idea. a guy yeah we had a guy where he used to work he loved to name our servers after greek gods it's like oh seriously what this before we had a <laughs> like a, a standardized like meaningful so we had all these, uh, uh, you know, all these different Greek gods. Apollo was one of the servers, but yeah. anyway, it's <laughs> a good naming convention. I like yeah. that. <laughs> so, um, so, um, maps. This is always something I think that um, I would say a hot topic, but you probably get a lot of from a lot of comments. There's a lot of buzz or a lot of information, yep. I guess, about the maps. Yeah. So talk a little bit about where we're headed with version two and the maps. So this is something I've been working on for probably four or five months. And I didn't know when I would be able to put it into a version, but I finally got far enough that I figured out we could go in, in version 2.0. Um, but yeah, we're going to have uh, OpenStreetMaps vector uh, downloads and, and you can load those in as, as maps. And just to give an example, on the current version of Cachely, which doesn't use that, it's all tile-based. So you're downloading images. You're, you're, for every single little tile on your, on your screen, you're downloading an image file. Okay. Um, at every zoom level, it, it increases. So you know there's trillions and trillions for the world. Um, and just for example, like my state of, of Washington, to download between level zero and 17 of the entire state, I think it would take a couple terabytes. So that's, wow. nobody has a phone with that much space, obviously. Sure. Um, but to do that with our new maps, with Vector, it's 59 megabytes. Oh, so wow. If, you know, if people know what a megabyte is, that's, it's pretty small. I mean, everybody's phone has, you know, quite a few gigabytes. So, I mean, 59 megabytes is nothing. Yeah, at least um, 69 gigs. So, and if you're only talking about 59 megabytes, megabytes that's tiny. You're yeah. Right. Um, and, and the largest download we have is, I think, for Japan. Japan is really a large mapping file for some reason, and it's about 450 megabytes. But even that is, is really small. So we've gone from these massive downloads where nobody could ever contain all the tiles for, like, Japan on their phone. And now they can download that and have that and have multiple countries, multiple states, all just, you know, sitting on their phone. Um, so that's kind of where we are on our 2.0 version. It's it's okay. all hosting our, on our own servers. Um, it's all something I control. Um, so that you'll be able to browse through the, the downloadable countries and states and provinces. And we pretty much have the entire world mapped and ready to download and load up in, in Cashly. So that's, oh, very cool. that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because, um, like if, um, let's say I, I live in the UK, but being Europe is such a place where people travel quite a bit. Yep. Um, I can get now pretty much like I can go up to France or wherever, all these different countries. And on my phone, it's going to be so much easier to have that information than trying to have all that stored. Yeah. And if you're from the States and you go over there, then you're having to worry about data costs. You know, if you're trying to actually download, you know, regular maps and stuff like that. So you can mm -hmm. just download this before and, and come over there and, you know, just cache an entire country and not have to worry about offline right. maps. So, which is a big thing for, um, as far as data usage, I know we, um, I hear, I hear a lot about from our Canadian, uh, friends that, uh, uh, you know, like land monkeys and he's in Vancouver, British Columbia. And, that's always a topic he brings up is if I go to the States, I got to be careful. 
yeah. about data usage. So, all right, well, very cool. Um, well, let's talk about, because well, we talked about it earlier, and that is the wonderful souvenirs. So how yeah. is that feature, uh, how is that going to work? So people have asked for this for a long time, and I've actually had it on my list probably since I, I started developing Cashly, which has been a long time. Um, and I, I finally finally got around to it. Um, so it'll work where you can view your own souvenirs, um, a list of them, and then obviously view the details and view the, the large image um, and the smaller image because there's two different graphics that get designed um, oh, for each souvenir. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's true. Yep. Yeah, two pages. And then, yeah. Um, you can also browse other people's souvenirs, which is nice because oh. we, ha we have a, a completely redesigned user profile, and that's one of the things that you can, you can browse. So... Right. Um, which we're going to look at in a minute, but yes. Tell me when you're ready for some screenshots, and I got plenty. Um, of screen. Is this the? Should we do that now? Well, we could do it um, whenever, and then you know, I got screenshots for different uh, topics. Okay. So yeah, let, let's let's go ahead and do that, um, and then we'll you, you know, you and I kind of keep track of, um, uh, or I'll keep track of for us the iTunes uh, listeners. Uh, we're going to talk through the screenshots, so. Nick's going to pull up um, screen share, and he's going to show us uh, some items. So okay. Did that work? We are headed that way. Yes, I can see your screen now, and um, we're gonna, you're going to show us some different Yeah, can you see those souvenirs there? Features, yeah, let me get to that. Yes, I can. Okay, so you'll see, obviously, the list of souvenirs that you have, the dates mm -hmm. you got them. Um, be able to scroll through them and oh, then cool. tap them and you can see more details. You can see about the souvenir, who was created by, mm -hmm. you know, their website, things like that. Um, kind of just the general data that, mm -hmm. uh, that GroundSpeak provides. I didn't include a screenshot of the, f the full uh, size image, but it's different than the little icon, which is kind of cool. So whoever is yes. designing these, these souvenirs mm -hmm. has to design, you know, two different graphics. So... Right. That's that's something that's that's neat. So cool. yeah, and it's nice to be able to browse other people's souvenirs. Can you check out how many people have and you know all the the fun ones they found and stuff? So that's something well, that's, I was kind of excited about. That is very cool because you know there's some souvenirs you can never get anymore, and it be you know and you always kind of wonder. I wonder what that what that souvenir looked like. Yeah, exactly. You can't you're not gonna see it any other way. So I can find. If I know a user that would have it, I can kind of go look and see it. That's very cool. Yeah, you could search for their user under the friends section and then just mm -hmm. browse their user profile and see all their, their souvenirs and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Um, okay. Um, one question that came up while we're, we're in the middle of this thing is uh, Udak is in the chat room, and he mentioned, <laughs> here's his question. With all the raves about this app, and let me tell you, I'm I'm a huge fan, as I as everybody knows. Why doesn't GC.com or GroundSpeak buy this app and hire Nick? <laughs> so, have they approached you about purchasing it, or can you talk no. about that? Or, okay. No, 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 haven't haven't uh, done that. I actually <clears throat> had a <clears throat> excuse me uh, yeah. have have talked to them, you know, about my needs and things like that. And they've just been really receptive to um, my mm -hmm. questions and, and ideas that I had um, for, for, you know, maybe improving the way the API works and stuff. And I think they're, they're, they're fine with, you know, third party developers. They're happy for us to work together um, for them to have their own app that serves a certain 
part of their, mm -hmm. their user base and they're happy to have us third-party developers that might serve a different user base. Um, okay. Because in the end, you know, they want, they want to have people uh, si <coughs> sign up for premium subscriptions, you know? Yeah. And if it's using my app or their app and they're still premium users, then, you know, in the end, they're happy. <coughs> so sure. currently and there hasn't been any talk about that. <laughs> right. And, you know, that's something that we'll talk about as, as the night goes on that I think people, and this is something I, I guess is to clear up some questions or maybe that people have is how much you have actually even have access to versus uh, what um, what you don't have access to. And what you don't have access to, of course, you can't put it in your app. So. Sure, exactly. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so another one that came up um, was um, trackable mileage on your uh, trackables. Yep. Um, now, you're going to have that as a uh, item you're going to have um, in 2.0. Yep, we're going to add that. And it's something that's actually simple to do. It's just it just has never gotten put in there. Okay. So it was on your, yeah. on your list to add. Okay. On my list to add and, and my list to add is quite large. So <laughs> I have had to prioritize things and, and, you know, see which features should actually go in. Sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, Memphis mafia mentioned, um, that, um, re uh, ref refreshing caches saved to offline lists would be a good feature. That is coming in 2.0. That's a, hey. a much requested feature, and that's you're going to be able to do it. Um, well, actually, if, right now you can do it for individual caches. Um, if you go to a, the cache detail screen, you can either pull down or, or tap the dot, dot, dot to choose refresh. Um, but in 2.0, you'll be able to re refresh an entire list. Oh, cool. So, oh, I love it. That is awesome. Yep. Um, okay. Um, so... Um, we're gonna have a new user profile screen. Yeah, I don't know if you want to show. Yeah, sure. That's that's something that I personally was really excited about because it gives it kind of a social media feel, and you can you know you mm -hmm. can just kind of browse through your user or your friends and different users, and so this is kind of what Very the new cool. profile looks like. Uh, if if you pull down your you know your username and stuff kind of disappears, and the and the image behind kind of comes into focus, so it's a little kind of cool effect there. Um, and you can see your finds and your hides and you can actually tap on all these um, mm -hmm. and go and, and look at them. Okay. Um, with the exception of favorites only works on your own profile. You can't view right. other people's favorites. Um, sure. And that's... Now on the, no, go ahead. On, no, I was going to say, on, on the favorites um, portion of your profile that you're going to mm -hmm. have on, in 2.0, explain to me what the numbers mean. Because um, there's two numbers there. Is one how many favorite points I still have to give out? Yeah, and and that's that's something I okay. I sh am working on figuring out what the best way to do it. So yeah, five okay. is is how many I have to to still add, and and eleven is how many I've assigned already. So okay. it's it's not very clear. I've just I had a user who or beta tester who suggested you know make sure you show how many I have left, mm -hmm. and I I haven't made it an easy way yet to to well, make that's, that clear. That's good. So once I know what they are, that's good. <clears throat> yeah. Um, okay. What are some other uh, what are some other screens that are? Um, so oh, another okay, cool, cool one that I actually thought was really fun was the gallery, and you know you can then see all of your images that you've uploaded um, oh, okay. for for any of your your logs, um, as well as then you can go to somebody else's user profile and browse through all their images, which is is kind of fun. I, I spent tons of time just like browsing through <laughs> people I know, just looking at all their images, um, right? Which is kind of fun. So. 
Yeah, um, and if you forget about pictures you've done from exactly. Long yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. And then if you scroll down to the bottom of your profile or somebody else's profile, you can see what kind of cache types they have for finds and hides, which is kind of fun. Yeah, so, very cool. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so a couple couple day couple days ago, Nick sends me a message. He goes, "Hey, what's your GC uh, <laughs> your GC name?" And I go. Okay, it's G G Slink and Slinky Mama, and then I waited a while, and I was like, "Is there a reason why? What did I do something wrong?" He's like, "No, I needed some extra screens to pull, and so that worked out." So. I ended up using mine. You know, I I only have a hundred finds, which sounds a little ridiculous, but I I spend most of my time building Cashly, um, and then I go out and test it and find some caches, and so sure. I'm I'm thinking geocaching in my head while I'm working on Cashly, and Absolutely. I don't always go out and. and make you know five thousand finds yet so right that's okay um you understand it you understand it very well so that that works out great um no that was that was fun um to to see that screen and i do like the new the new 2.0 screen looks looks really cool yeah um you bet um so the the items. Uh, what are? I guess go ahead and pull that back. I guess pull that back up again if you yep. would, and show show a couple more uh, screens of sure. Uh, what What are some other items that you're? So something we were missing actually from a lot of our screens were mm -hmm. um, favorite points, uh, trackables, and then also if somebody had a cash note. So let's see here. Mm -hmm. um, so. Now in the new version, the map call out, you know, when you tap a little pin, it'll have the, yes. all that information. It'll also have the, mm -hmm. the geocache code. Um, list view, which will also have that, which list view did mostly have all of those before. Um, right. You can see the little yellow icon means you have a, a note there, a personal note. Um, oh, very cool. I like yeah. that. As well as um, the details view has all of those and it's, it's kind of an updated design. So it's just a little more... Um, thought out and redesigned a little bit to include all this information. Cause a lot of times people said, you know, I want to, I tap on some of the pins and I don't know the favorites and, and I totally agree with them. It's hard to, mm -hmm. um, when you're looking at the map and you tap on something, you go back to list view and you got to scroll through to find that one that you just tapped on, which is, is a pain. Um, so packing all the extra information in there in kind of a, a way that doesn't look crowded. And I think it, I, I don't think it looks crowded. I think it looks nice and, and, uh, well-designed. Um, I didn't design mm -hmm. it myself, so I can say that. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it I'm pretty nice. proud of, of these extra screens and, and how much information we have on them. So yeah, that's, that's what they, they look like there. So they're, yeah, really, they really are. They are, they are great, um, to, to use. And, uh, I, I like, uh, I'm not going to bash the geocache.com one. They have one way of doing the sizes that they've changed to. I like your size um, label. I can easily tell it's a small or a mm -hmm. or or a micro or whatever. So, okay, keep going. I'm sorry, don't interrupt you. No, no, no worries. Um, <laughs> let's see here. So, this is what our offline maps will look like. It's just. Uh, uh, pull the, can you pull it up a little bigger or yeah, move it to the here. side? I think you're off uh, a little bit off to the side there. Can you see that there? Uh, I let, see me your... see, let me see what we're seeing there. Okay. We're seeing somehow, let me flip this to my full, full, uh, desktop here. Yeah, no problem. There we go. Okay. Can you see that now? Yes. Okay. 
There we go. Yeah. Yeah, so it's uh, it's basically OpenStreetMaps, and I was able to style the map however I wanted, um, and obviously mm -hmm. you have pretty much every piece of information that you would um, on any other OpenStreetMap yeah. provider, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, I'll be updating the maps every every month, so okay. that'll be a good thing. So I like the, um, I can immediately see it's a dot, I haven't found it, it's a star, mm -hmm. you know, it's mine, <laughs> yep. if it's a smiley face, I know I found it, frowny face, etc. What is the one? Is, am I missing, or is that a triangle? Yeah. So the red triangle is uh, if it has corrected coordinates. So if you have oh, a multi okay. or <clears throat> or a mystery or something like that, you can you'll see that if you've added corrected coordinates. Okay, very cool. And we, and we actually, you and I have talked a little bit about uh, when Slinky Mom and I were down in um, the um, uh, doing the the Kyle uh, Texas Geo Tour. One thing I learned was it makes perfect sense, but at the time, what I needed to do because I was doing waypoints. Yep. Waypoints are completely different than corrected coordinates, in a sense, because I tried to do a second corrected coordinate and it said you can't do two two corrected coordinates. Yeah. Yeah. So to add a corrected coordinate, <coughs> excuse me, in Cashly, you actually add a waypoint and then choose for that waypoint to be a corrected coordinate. There you um, go. And yeah, you can't add two because if you went to geocaching.com and you saw your your corrected coordinates, you know it wouldn't be able to display two of them. So it's kind of a it's a limitation, right. obviously, of the the API, and it's you know wouldn't make sense to have two of them. So well, it makes sense. I mean, I don't need like you said. I it was I had it wrong. Kind of kind of had it I guess wrong in my head a little bit about how that functions. Sure. Um, uh, Memphis Mafia mentioned about corrected cords. Corrected cords are great um, to use. Yeah, and, and if you add one on geocaching.com and then you go to that cache in Cachely, it'll it'll show that as a, oh. a corrected coordinate. So it's it's kind of both ways. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Because yeah. in a sense, you're pulling in the auto magically done way the API information somehow, right? Yeah. Or and we and we will actually place the the map pin and the coordinates at the corrected location. Which is which is helpful and, and everybody is loved because some I think there are some other apps that you can set a corrected coordinate but it still leaves the pin at their original location, right. um, so it's a little confusing. And then in the 2.0 version, um, I've created a, an extra waypoint for the original location just if the user ever wants to navigate there because I've been to have some users that that really wanted to know where the original was right. after they've added the corrected. And in the current version, there was no way to do that, but now it's kind of an automatic thing where it it will have both of them. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, yeah. very cool. Um, so, what are some other um, what are some items? Uh, other, I know, I know you're still working on a lot of these for Tuo. What are some other things that um, you're doing in Tuo? And then, if you would, kind of mention some things that users can be excited about down the road that you're going to try to do later on. Sure. Or, um, let's see. So in, in 2.0, a lot of it's just kind of refining the processes. Uh, I think we touched on most of the big features. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, another one is, is the refreshing of the offline lists, which is a much requested feature. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, um, I'm doing something new for pocket queries. Uh, before we would kind of just, we would download the actual GPX file and use that to process and, and save all those offline but it right. actually was missing things like favorite points and personal cache notes. 
<coughs> it, the GPX files just don't include those. Um, so I had users saying like, why don't it show you know favorite points for these? Um, so we're going to be actually downloading them in a different way in the new version, um, which will include all of that data. So that's kind of a good improvement where people won't be kind of just confused of what's going on. Um, cool. And in the future, boy, I've I have a, a giant list of features, <laughs> but I don't have a roadmap for those features right. in my 2.0 version. That's uh, right. I mean, really, like once once we release the 2.0, it's gonna be the next releases will be probably refining the the 2.0 yeah. experience. Um, you probably won't do you probably won't do like a 3.0 till next year. You're gonna do yeah. like, you do the the inter interim versions that just do because yep. yeah. uh, I I guess every time you do a Every time you do a version, whether it be a big version or a small version, you try, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm, I'm assuming you do some features and then other things you have found that are like little bug fixes, you, you sort of toss them in as you go. Yep. Right? Okay. Yeah, so, so whenever we do like a micro update, which is, would be like 1.1.1, mm -hmm. 1 .1 <clears throat> those right. are usually bug fixes. But if we did like 1.1 1 .1 or 1 1.2, um, those are some, some larger features and, and obviously bug fixes. And then with 2.0, it's you know, lots of big things, big things we have been working on for a long time. So, okay. yeah. Um, yeah, because see, I'm, a, I'm on 1.1.7 one, one, and a 1 in parentheses. Yeah, so that's the one in parentheses is, is the build number. So my beta testers right now are on version 2.0 build 12. So that's 12 different versions I've sent them. Right. Um, and then when we release the version, it'll it'll say whatever build that was that we f we finished on. So okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was settings I was thinking of that I, I went into. <laughs> but um, one thing that I know some people like. Um, that, that you can do in the settings. I think some people forget to go into settings and kind of look around, but yep. cache radius. Um, I think that's interesting um, that you can look as a cache owner and a cache hider. Um, it's kind of nice to, if I'm kind of just checking out the area, I can go to cache radius. I can, I can, and it's, it's a, a you know, it's a, um, if people see um, cache radius is, is one of those, what do you call those little uh, slide? It's a little kind of like a little radio button or proper net. Yeah, switch. Slide. It's called a switch in, in a switch. our programming. <laughs> there we go. Very technical term there. So cache radius. I normally leave that off, but I know for some people they can leave it on. But what's it, that's very cool to have, so you can kind of see uh, the radius of a cache, especially yep. if you're looking to start, you know, adding one. Um, prevent map rotation. I love, I don't like the map to be bouncing around. Some people do. That's, that's cool Yeah. to have it different things. And back to uh, uh, your comment about, uh, people, you know, hiders and, and cash owners and stuff that use that feature. Another feature that helps with that, that I think is, is kind of hidden and I need to promote it more is how you can add save locations. Um, and that's in your current version, you can tap on your current location indicator and then okay. tap on the plus and there's a, you can save that location that you're at. Um, oh, or yes, you can yes. you can also press your finger and hold on any of the maps and it will drop a pin and then yeah. you can you can move that around you can save those so that's been helpful to me when I wanted to hide a cache um, you know I'll save that and then get the coordinates you know later so I can so I've I've done the I've done the pin but you can actually save those yep oh, okay great you cool. save those and then go back to the more tab and it has all of all of your saved locations yep oh that is awesome yeah you know sometimes if you don't want <laughs> like if you're not needing if you need something quickly, you can quickly just put a note or put a like drop a pin and just go, okay. Uh, 
for whatever reason we want it like um, if a cache is like they try to make it difficult by <coughs> pardon me they tried to the coordinates are not necessarily right on and but I want to make a note that I've been in this little tiny area and I want to move over mm -hmm. a little further I can make myself a little pin that I've been in that area and I'm gonna move to this I'm gonna move 500 feet this direction for whatever reason and you know yeah <coughs> the field puzzle reasons there's a lot of cool things for that that's it that's really cool um, um, the DNF information's in there we can rebuild it um, the show cache types on map I don't know why you would not want to do that but I don't know that I, I leave it on there that's that's where you can show your your pin icon of the cache type and then a little DNF icon on the top right of that Oh, yeah. okay. So that's okay. off by default. So it just shows like a, a blue frowny face and not the cache type. That's what it's for. Oh, cool. Okay. Because I leave it on because I want to see both. Yep. But yeah, I see what you're saying. Some people don't want to see both. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Um, so um, we could go on. We could go on for hours. I know. I know. I can. Um, you probably don't want to do that. No, I like talking about. It. There's lots of features, but I don't <laughs> know if we have time for that. <laughs> we probably would. Yeah, all the time in the world. Uh, no. Um, so, um, so and there's a couple things I want to kind of for you and I to talk about most about uh, uh, things that you're not able to do because of got to it or whatever, but you really can't because it's not part because you really can do what the API what your which you provided. Yep. Okay. So one of them that came up that I've, I've wanted to ask about was send message. So tell us a little bit about why if I click on send message, it takes me to geocaching.com's website. Instead of, instead of like instead a message of, center. Yeah. Instead of something created in Cachely. Yeah. So that's, so far, that has never been opened up to third-party developers. Um, and I actually, I was always curious about that. I really would, you know, love to add that feature. Um, and I actually asked uh, GroundSpeak about it, and they gave me a good answer. It, it's because of privacy, really. And okay. all of their messages um, out and in are all encrypted. Um, they can't even read those messages. Um, so to, to open that up for third-party developers, they wouldn't be able to guarantee that privacy of users. Um, okay. and so that's, that's really the reason so far they haven't, you know, allowed anybody else to do that. And I don't know if in the future it'll ever be possible. Um, so I, th I think that was a good reason. And I understand that, especially from a privacy standpoint, nowadays, mm -hmm. everybody's worried about privacy. So, sure. um, and then, you know, a couple other things, yeah, that the API can't do that. I wish it could do is, um, for example, like deleting logs or editing them. That's kind of a big thing that I wish we could do. And, and currently there's, there's just not a way, um, that's that's one thing that it's it's kind of missing. So yeah, so pretty much what, um, so their their system that they for their for their software, mm -hmm. do they um, do they update a separate type of API that you're allowed? Do they like give you a download of the API, or how do they how do you tap in? You just tap into it, and they have like a separate location where they can keep information that's allowed to third party. Or I wonder, I don't know how they do that. They, you mean, how do they do it on their app? Is that what you mean? Or how do they, how do they, 
how do they um, put a firewall between what they give you and what they what they have for themselves? I guess they have. Um, it's likely that they have their own private API that's different from ours. Okay. So there's. Um, you know, there's other things that you can do in the geocaching app that we can't. Like, you can add a profile image within the app. Um, you can log in natively through the app instead of using, like, a little Safari interface that looks like a browser. Um, some of those little small things like that are just kind of their APIs. And, you know, they probably built those for, for a reason why, you know, they haven't shared those. Um, but, yeah, we, we all use a, a separate API, and they probably, you know, have their own. Uh, they're making all those network calls to a different place than, than we are. Sure. Now, do they give you, uh, do they send you like an up, um, the private API that they're going to allow you to look at? Do they, do they give you some sort of index of what is new or do you have to kind of go hunt on your, on your own for that kind of information? Um, there's, there's, a, make a, there's, there's a mailing list and they, they let us know if, if they're making changes or if there's updates and, and every once in a while they've, they've taken away a few features that people didn't really use because it was causing like major server strain and, and stuff like that. But yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty good communication. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. Um, Jesse, I had another question for you. Um, will Cashly work on the Apple watch in the future? Well, I actually ordered one of the new Apple Watches uh, the day they came out. Uh, the, the new ones, the Series Two. I don't know if you, anybody watched, you know, heard about that, but the new ones are coming out with GPS on them. So that is a wow. reason why I, I thought, you know, I, I have the current one. I'm I'm wearing it right now, and I bought it actually yeah. to build a version of Cashly. But once I got it and I I dug in there, actually, you know, started the process of it, I realized it was more of a novelty at least for Cashly, like you couldn't do that much. Um, it, it was so tethered to your phone that you're going to have your phone in your pocket anyway. You might as well just be holding your phone. But now with the, the new one coming out, uh, I really hope that I could, you know, you could download an offline list onto your watch. It'll have GPS. Um, you know, most most people wouldn't leave their phone at home. Uh, but you could, right. <laughs> you could leave it in your car or something like that or, or in your backpack uh, or whatever, and and your your watch would control the GPS, and and hopefully you know tell you when you're getting close to a cache and all that kind of stuff. So, I, I have high hopes that that I'll be able to do that. That's that's my goal. Um, but it really comes down to what Apple allows with their hardware and software, if it's going to even be worth it to develop it. So, okay. but we'll see. I get my watch uh, the start of next month, so we'll see. Very cool. <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting. Yeah, and of course. Um, we're getting close to the end, and of course, I have to ask you because people are gonna people ask you all the time, and so I figured let's just talk about it because I don't think I think people don't realize what it would take, and that is an Android version of Cashly. Yeah. So, talk a little bit about why or what would what it, what it would take to do an Android version. So. Yeah, people kind of throw it out there. They're like, "Oh, you know, you're you're being ridiculous. You're missing out on a huge uh, user base, and you know, why don't you go to Android and stuff?" But I mean, yeah, they don't realize that I've I've put in almost three years of work on this this app. Uh, obviously, not full time, um, but to to do that on Android, I would have to rewrite everything completely. There's no there's no crossover. I can't share code. That's not how oh. it works. Um, I have to write it, you know, natively on Android. Um, and some people might argue there's frameworks for writing it, you know, cross-platform, but I, I didn't start out writing Cashly on a, you know, cross-platform. So that's just not going to work. So, right. you know, I would love to have it on Android someday. It, I can't say it won't happen, but right now I don't have it 
on my list, uh, on my schedule or anything like that. Uh, my focus is, is iOS right now. And, you know, if someday we get a good, you know, feature base and, and there's no more features to add and everybody loves it and it's kind of stagnant, um, that would probably be the natural progression is to try it, you know, move it over to Android. But at this point, mm-hmm. um, it would be pretty difficult to do that and maintain my users and my, you know, cashing on iOS. Right. It'd be pretty hard to do both. Yeah. Well, I think that's that's important for people to understand. I didn't know that. I, I thought because um, when you first told me that uh, when we were at Geo Woodstock, um, I thought, oh, that makes perfect sense. Or yeah. may, I think may have been a cash release. We talked about it a little bit, but m- makes sense that uh, at the time I thought that all it was was some. You know, I don't. I'm not a coder, so I don't know. I figured it'd be little tweaks and you're you're done. But no, a full rewrite. Yep, it's not going to happen. So. <laughs> it's not. It's not easy, and and you know, graphics and everything works differently on that platform. So it wouldn't just be, I, I pop over there and it's a quick, uh, you know, rewrite of it. It's I would have to explore and figure things out on that platform, and you know, figure out how uh, mapping works and GPS and all that kind of stuff, which you know I haven't done before on on Android. I've done some Android apps, but not to this extent. So okay, yeah. Something else that came out recently, uh, and we're, we're going to kind of wrap up with this, and uh, or one of these items is geocaching stickers. So, <laughs> tell talk a little bit about because I saw you uh, put a note about it. Yeah. What what all what all are we going to be doing with the stickers on? This is version ten of iOS, right? Yes. So this has okay. nothing to do with Cashly except that it's kind of a cross promotional thing. Um, but yeah, in iOS 10 on your iPhone, uh, in messages, there'll be this option to send stickers to everybody. Really, they're just images. Um, but people have been able to do that in other chat apps for a long time in on Facebook and uh, what else? I'm not up on all the other chat apps, to be honest. <laughs> a, okay. a lot of a lot of the the younger generation, you know, it's it's something they do probably do all the time. It's basically like large emoji. Um, okay. so they're yeah. going to open it up to, um, they're going to have a, a store for these little stickers on within messages. So, uh, for 99 cents, you can download the geocaching sticker pack. Um, and you can send all those little stickers to your friends or whoever. And then I got plenty of new ideas from users and from myself that we're, we're going to add right now. We have 12 stickers and oh, cool. new ideas for probably 50 more. So, uh, once you, you pay the 99 cents and you'll, you know, just get all the rest free. So it's, it's a fun idea and just kind of a, a fun, you know, separate thing that has to do with geocaching. So it's very cool. Yeah. So someday can I put a GIF, uh, attach that to a, to a cash log, you think? I hope so. Like a uh, I have it, I actually have it on my list for, for Cashly, uh, to make Fancy people work. Too on the, okay, cool. <laughs> I would like to do that someday. Yeah. <laughs> put, put a little short video on the, the log. Yep. Hello everyone. <laughs> this is my log. Let me tell you about this cache that you have that you're looking for because you're looking at my log, and I'll tell you. But no, so I okay, that a Cashly cool. exclusive. Yeah, just just yes. working Cashly. Absolutely <laughs> wonderful. A um, couple notes in the uh, the chat room were basically hopefully this ends the discussion about Android. I hope it does too, oh, but. It probably never will. <laughs> um, and then Jesse put out, or Christy, never, they didn't tell me. Memphis Mafia is, you know, both of them. So, yep. I'm, but anyway, whoever's in the chat room says, I was just suggest everyone switch to iOS. Probably both of them. Are like, I agree. Yeah. I think it's the best. And so, okay, enough of that. So, anyway. <laughs> um, okay. Well, um, I'm going to mention a little bit about, uh, and if you have any more questions, please get them in because we're getting to the end of the show. And uh, so 
Uh, if you have any more questions, toss them in. Anyway, I'm going to talk a little bit about, um, we'll talk about our giveaway here in a moment, but um, I want to talk a little bit about some uh, mega event news and something that came in the mail, uh, got it yesterday actually, was because my mega event news is sponsored by IB Geocaching Supplies. Uh, it's the best site for geocoins, cache containers, and much more. And it can be found at ibgeocaching.com. And uh, he gave me some stuff to give away, and I did this on uh, a separate show, but I'm going to show real quick. Uh, IB Geocaching, he did some pins. There's some pins I got. Very nice. Um, let me switch screens here. Uh, yeah, he sent me some, some, some pins and some swag that will be given away on the show at a later date uh, as time goes on. Uh, so anyway, so that's IB Geocaching. So mega event news, and this is one that um, I know – Jesse of uh, Memphis Mafia will be thrilled that I mentioned uh, again, and that is the fifth annual International Earth Cache event is in good old Denver, Colorado. So um, that's coming up uh, in a couple weeks, and then uh, the whole list will be in the show notes, so I'm not going to talk about all of them. I'm just going to mention a couple of them, but you can always find them either on the on my website on geocachetalk.com or uh, in the show notes. Um, Couple others that are coming up. Um, the GeoCoin Fest 2016 is in St. Louis, Missouri, on October 15th. Same weekend, though, in Georgia, you could go to the Going Caching 2016 event, which is this is wild, Nick. If you ever go take a go take a look at that website sometime or in this event, but they always dress up. It's a big uh, costume play. Um, usually it's Renaissance themed or steampunk <laughs> themed or apparently it's, it's a, it's a happening thing, man. It's really cool. <laughs> but, um, you get cards, you get little, um, you know, they'll make you a little, um, geocaching cards with your information on it anyway. So I want to go sometime. I don't know. I think Joshua Johnson's talking about going, I don't know if you'll end up going or not, but different type of mega event, yeah. Uh, different type than, than uh, Geo Woodstock, but uh, anyway. Um, which, speaking of, um, are you are you planning? This is a long way off, but are you still are you are you kind of planning to go to fifteen? Uh, you have uh, and do it. Sure. Okay. Not sure yet. It's it's ways off, and it's it's further. It's further across the coast for me. It's completely it's across the way. country, so I'm not sure yet. Fly to Asheville. Yeah. Well, Slinky, Slinky Mom and I will come pick you up and take you to the event if need be. I'm, I'm willing to come get you and in, in, uh, show free around if need be. Um, and it, it could be cool. I, I think it'd be nice to have you do another uh, talk. Yeah, I would love to. It would be, be great. Um, so um, normally at this time I do product reviews. Product review of the week is sponsored by Cashly. Yes. Every week I mention <laughs> – Cashly. Cashly is the foremost geocaching app, and it can be found at cach.ly. Why you picked that? I you can go to you can just you can go to cashly.com as well. Can you? Okay. Yeah, it just redirects. It, it, say that from now on. Okay, I'm changing <laughs> my I'm changing my show notes. From now on, I'm going to say cashly.com. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Thanks. Um, well, we we just did a product review. The whole show is a product review. Yep. So I'm not doing a product review tonight. We don't have time. But I do want to mention to people to email me if you'd like me to review a product. 
that you really love and that you really think that other people would like to hear about. Um, I've done all, I've done, you know, uh, bug sprays and, you know, pins and I've done all sorts of cool stuff. But so tell me, um, send me a note, send me a link to the, to the product and your product may too be on a future geocache talk uh, show. So geocache talk at, e at gmail.com. So we're to the giveaway. So the giveaway is for tonight is for the coin. Yeah, I'm on the right screen. It's for our, your lovely coin. Very cool. Uh, Nick, I love it. Um, so here's the question. And just send me an email at geocachetalk at gmail.com with the answer to this. And it's kind of two-part. If you get one part, I tell you, I'll be, I'll be okay with it. But <laughs> one part or the other is good enough to get you in to the random drawing at that point. And let me tell you, folks, um, it's a, a lot of people, uh, a lot of people listen or watch the show. Not that many people email. So you got a really good chance of getting this coin if you send me an email. And that is that Nick has been on the show before. This is not necessarily a repeat guest because he kind of was on one of the shows before. So the question is, where were we, where was Nick and I when we did that show? And what is the show number that he is on? And this guy gets in that gray area because <laughs> as you know, Nick, there's a whole contest going on for the repeat, first repeat guest, yep. Dano and Sydney Sermonary 18 and uh, Land Monkey just put a, a, uh, a uh, video together, Memphis Mafia. Well, Jesse Lunsford put, sent me a video. He's been on the show. Memphis Mafia proper, which is Jesse and Christy, are going to be on the show in a few weeks, uh, actually next month. So anyway, send me, the, send me an email after all that roundabout stuff there. Send me an email as to where were we and or what show number was that. All right. Well, coming soon to Geocache Talk. Next week, um, show 15 is Joshua Johnson, the geocaching blogger. He's going to be on and talk about his double secret trip that he just took. And that'll be fun to hear uh, more about. And we're going to talk about his, pot, his uh, web, uh, vlogging and all that. So we're not just talking about his double secret trip. But we're talking about other things too. In two weeks, um, we'll, we'll be on uh, Michelle Weidenbenner. Um, we actually have already recorded this show, so it won't be a live show. I try to do live shows. Sometimes I, I'm not able to. Uh, that one with Michelle, we're going to be talking about her book, uh, her books. She's done a couple different geocaching books. We're going to talk about geocaching in the media um, and uh, books and movies and, and TV shows. We're going to talk a little bit about why we don't see more geocaching and what are some things that are or maybe upcoming uh, in that area. Uh, and she also talks a little bit on that show about how to write, uh, maybe write a geocaching book. So that's, that was a fun show. Y'all love that. That's in two weeks. And then in three weeks on October 2nd, uh, show number 17, I'm going to have a dog on. <laughs> Nick. So you're not, you're not, so the dog's not going to follow you, but yes, the show is it. It's, it's moving up a little bit. I'm going to have a good puppy dog on. Actually, I'm going to have on Dana uh, and Molly, the fire safety dog. Also, it's Molly, the geocaching dog. So that'll be fun. Um, Dana's been on Chicago Fire. Uh, she even 
try it out again for another episode of Chicago Fire. Nice. Um, so yeah, and she's going to talk about her experiences, and we're going to talk a little bit about her uh, nonprofit, which is the Fire Safety. And Molly is going to hold a sign <laughs> during the sh- at the beginning <laughs> of the show, probably with the repeat guest winner, which is shows one through twelve. All were given the challenge of putting together a video of of, of uh, upping their stats in some form or fashion, either finishing out Fizzy or Jasmer or finding their highest elevation stat of cash or their furthest north or furthest east or whatever it happened to be. So they put a they put together a uh, video and they sent it in and we're going to have a poll. Uh, put out for the for the public i'm not going to vote on it i might get one vote but everybody else will get to vote and uh based on that i'll i'll be picking someone or they'll actually the public's gonna be picking the person and then they're gonna be on a future show they get to pick the topic as long as it's geocaching related and they're gonna be back on the show and that'll be uh, a fun uh a fun thing to do so anyway um let me see if there's any further questions um so, uh, Udak mentioned the, the sticker ideas are great. It's about time we had uh, some geocaching emojis uh, or whatever the kids yeah. use these days. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> That's a good idea. Um, uh, Memphis Mafia mentioned um, that um, he mentioned he because he's on the committee for the that Earth Caching event or the Mega yeah. event. He wondered why uh, the Earth Cache event in September is different than the Earth Caching in October, which. At, uh, I, I'm. I think. I think Earth Cache Day every year is on a certain certain time of the year. So we'll. Anyway, whatever. Um, interesting uh, discussions. Um, and then Slinky Mom wants to know if she can vote. Yes. Yes, dear. You can vote on the the, the different people for that. So. All right. Well, <clears throat> uh, Nick. Anything else that you want to that that came to mind or you thought of you want to talk about with uh with cashly uh yeah one thing i just remembered that is coming in 2.0 that that was requested mm-hmm. and i think it's kind of cool is on caches you can now see who has favorited that cache so on the detail screen there's a new button you can see all the people that favored it so it's just another kind of social interaction then you can add those people's friends and stuff like that so it's another oh yeah another cool thing so very cool yep Lovely. Lovely. I love it. I love it. Well, Nick, thank you for being on the show tonight. Thank you. Um, what is, uh, I think I already know the answer to this, but I'm gonna let you answer it. What is the best way for folks to contact you about Cashly? Well, like we talked about before, let's forget that old URL. You can just go to, go to cashly.com. <laughs> right. <laughs> or if you already have the app, just use the support option and then it comes directly to me. So, okay. Yep. That's yes, true. Best yeah. ways. Yep. Cause that's in the app or, um, yeah. Or and once you know the email, you can, you could be emailed and you you have been really good. I want to uh, praise you again here at the end of the show on your responses. Um, I, as a, as a user of an app, um, I really do. And I think I speak for everyone who uses Cashly. I, we really do, uh, value and appreciate the fact that you respond, even if you don't have an answer or, yeah. or you do have an answer, but you can't, you know, it's a future release, whatever it happens to be, but at least you respond. I, I really do. I, I appreciate you doing that. And I'm sure you get 
lots of email. <laughs> I get quite a bit, but I, I want to value each one and, you know, make each user important. So trying to, yeah. you know, get back to them really quickly is, is important to me. So yeah, I've been trying to do that. Wonderful. Um, we can also uh, find you on Twitter. Uh, you know, definitely, um, you know, um, become a follower of, of Nick um, uh, on uh, at Cashly app. Yep. Because um, you responded even on there quite a bit too. Yep. So that's good. Yep. That and Facebook, you know, we get lots of questions through there as well. So. Yeah. Wonderful. All right. Well, great. Well, uh, we hope you enjoyed the show tonight. Uh, email me your comments and on the giveaway, send me a, 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 a guess uh, at geocachetalk, one word, at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at geocachetalk and Facebook at facebook.com slash geocachetalk. Show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, as well as um, the Geocache Talk uh, website. Tell your friends about the show. Ask them to subscribe so they too can hear the show on a weekly basis. And until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Get the geocache, get the Cashly app and go geocaching. Do it. All right. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Stop the audio and bye everybody on the webs, the live show. See you guys. Bye. Thanks for being there. Gonna spend the day.